You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma podcast. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode. Excited to share this episode with you today. But before we do, I've got to thank our sponsors. First of all, the Oklahoma Hall of Fame. They've been a huge part of this podcast for the last few years. So the Oklahoma Hall of Fame have been sharing Oklahoma's story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com. And for daily updates, go to Oklahoma HOF on Instagram and give them a follow. Our other sponsor today is the Chickasaw Nation. Now, the Chickasaw Nation have sponsored pretty much everything in Oklahoma. They're a huge supporter of Oklahoma. And it's an honor to have their name and their brand supporting this podcast. So a huge shout out to Governor Anatoby for supporting this podcast. It really means a lot. Our third sponsor is Diffie Ford Lincoln down in El Reno. Now, this one makes me so happy because these guys are great friends of mine, um, play a lot of golf together. I've bought my cars from them. Do most of my oil changes down there, have a cup of coffee, hang out down in El Reno. It's a good spot to go. And not only are they great friends, but they provide a great service. So for over 60 years, a third generation family owned Oklahoma business down in El Reno. They're also in Bethany as well. So people in the Bethany area know the Diffies really well. But if you're looking for anything new used, um, Ford, Lincoln, or whatever, I'm sure they could find anything you want. Um, check them out, DiffieFord.net, and then on Instagram at DiffieFordLincoln. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This Is Oklahoma. Mike Hoon here, host, back with another episode down in Nichols Hills Plaza today at Rumble Boxing. Uh, I haven't boxed ever. The only thing that came to mind when I thought about Rumble and boxing was I used to, my dad used to hold pads for somebody. And he used to do me to do like jab cross. And I was like, I don't know, six. Hounds are on a punch since. Um, but I see a lot of people coming here and I see a lot of smiling faces and it seems like a great way to get exercise in. So we're going to learn about that today because my guests are Kelly and Kristen who own Rumble Boxing as well as, well as a bunch of other businesses in this area, which we'll dive into. But thank you guys for inviting me down today. Excited to share your story. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Yeah, really us. appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess we'll start off. I mean, how'd you guys meet? Start there. Oh my gosh, we've been so we've been married for eighteen years, going on eighteen years. Mm-hmm. We met in college. I'm from a small town west, Weatherford. Mm-hmm. Um, moved up here to go to a small private school, Oklahoma Christian University, and Kelly played basketball there. Mm-hmm. He was quite a bit older than I am. Yeah, over three and a half years older. Four, than you. four years. Four years. Yeah. Um, and we met in college, and the rest is history. We got married uh, very young. I was twenty-one. He was almost twenty-five. Mm-hmm. And um, waited. You know, now we've yeah, eighteen years in, and we have a two-year-old and a three-year-old. Oh so yeah. She guys waited. Good we video. waited. We had we had a good time. Yeah, yeah. we traveled a lot. Yeah. Um, didn't know if we wanted to have kids. And then uh, during COVID, I think it kind of made us realize we're getting old and it's time to have kids if we're ever going to yeah. do this. Yeah. Yeah, otherwise, we're going to be in a uh, wheelchair for our, our kids' graduation. So. Right. We enjoyed yeah. our freedom. That's awesome. Uh, so, uh, Kelly, you played basketball. Uh-huh. Uh, Kristen, were you athletic as well? Um, I played golf through high school pretty okay. competitively and enjoyed it, but um, got good and burnt out before I graduated high school and didn't, you know not past that mm-hmm. and then you know when we got married Kelly refuses to do anything that I'm better at him at so <laughs> yes. 
I played golf with her one much. time and she dominated me. And so I, I, I gave it up after about uh, two years of marriage mm-hmm. with you. So mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> all the Love things that. I grew up doing snow skiing. And, I hate snow skiing. And, yeah. Well, he's just, you know, it's cause I'm better. So he hates anything that I, that I can dominate mm-hmm. on. Yeah. yeah. I can't yeah. ski. Yeah. I want, I say that I've never tried skiing because it scares me oh. um, because I have two left feet and I, at 33, I am now, I will break something. You yeah. will. If right. you start it's, that late in life, yeah. there's no way you it's won't. It's not worth my right. time. I started when I was three. We're starting our, our, our boys young. Um, it's not something to pick up later in life. No, it's just it's sure. not. It's Definitely not. Safe. not. Uh, so let's talk about kind of entrepreneurship and like what examples you had growing up of entrepreneurship because you guys have multiple businesses. You know, you. Um, I want to know where that comes from. Yeah. So I, like I said, grew up in Weatherford. Uh, my mom was a school teacher for just a minute, and then as soon as she got pregnant with my sister, she um, stayed at home with with both of us. And my mom, my dad was in life insurance whenever I was just um, really young. Started his own life insurance company out in Weatherford, um, and then did that for. I don't know, 12-ish years and decided to just completely um, do a 180 and he opened Alfredo's Mexican Cafe in Weatherford whenever I was in eighth grade um, and still maintained his, his um, insurance company as well. And um, But yeah, opened Alfredo's in Weatherford and then went on to open three more. So, okay. so do you grow up in the example. restaurant as well? Yeah. I mean, so it's funny. My sister grew up waiting tables on um, during summers, and I always refused to, to, you know, be a part of the family business. I was a lifeguard or, you know, babysat or whatever. And then I graduated, high, I graduated college and was the one that jumped in and um, went full-time in the restaurants with my dad and Kelly and did the catering for 14 years yeah. for Alfredo's. So. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. I did not expect you to say that. And then my no. sister went on to be a therapist, so she had nothing to do with him after that, and I was the one that refused. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'll never. But now you're all, you're it was great. It. Yeah. yeah. Kelly, what about you? Uh, my dad was a Church of Christ preacher um, at a church in Edmond. Uh, went to Oklahoma Christian and then thought I was going to go to law school. Okay. Uh, did the LSAT, did all that. Thought we were going to move to Alabama mm-hmm. when we first got married. Um, and then got talked into coming on in the restaurant business in Alfredo's more back in 2006 mm-hmm. um, and fell in love with it. I, I, we loved it. Uh, we did that for about 11 years, eh, 10, 11 years until we branched out. We opened up three other Alfredo's and then we kind of got to the age where like, if we want to grow our business, it's time. Sure. And so then we got in with the fuzzies group and opened up um, three of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that also went into cycle bar that same year with fuzzies wasn't it 2017 yeah so we bought um we ended up buying cycle bar in 2015 um and then it took two years to open cycle bar class and curve over here we opened in 2017 and then i think in 2016 is whenever you joined the um social order to do fuzzies and opened also in 2017 mm-hmm. so yes. we're crazy we everything we do falls comes all at the same time it continues to do so yeah. to this day so um yeah opened cycle bar and jumped into fitness 
and loved it. And, and yeah. Sacramento yeah. was uh, was great. We went over to the Classen Curve, which was a great location for us. It was like the premier. It still is the premier shopping area of, mm-hmm. of Oklahoma City, and it, it's been very good to us for the last what seven yeah. years. Yeah, I mean, I bought in 2015 and said, like, look, I'm doing this only if I can open in Classen Curve. That was the yeah. only location I wanted. I knew as soon as we bought it, where exactly where I wanted to go. I didn't look anywhere else. I went straight to them um, and secured a spot pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Still took two years to open just because construction and all of that, but loved fitness, loved it. Um, it was completely different from restaurants. We still are in restaurants, love them. It's a grind. Um, mm-hmm. Fitness is too, though, but um, it's a different grind, and people are so happy to come in, and you know they're choosing to be there, and um, we loved it so much. We chose to expand in fitness as well and did exactly that. When you, when you say uh, you bought class bought cycle bar, is that just for Oklahoma City or for the state? So I initially just bought one okay. studio. Um, you know, I was 30 years old and kind of terrified and taking a huge risk and a huge, huge leap of faith. Um, so I was just, we only, I think I could only convince him to let me do one. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually a fight. It was I a think. big fight. Yeah. Yeah. It was a big fight. Um, so yeah, jumped all in with just one, found out almost immediately that I loved it. Um, and we both did. And when I tried to do the others, the, the territory had already been sold okay. with Cycle Bar. So that wasn't an option for me at the time, mm-hmm. which is where Rumble enters the picture. Um, I was pretty determined to, to expand in fitness one way or the other. Um, so I, I did a big exploratory trip to New York City. Um, took a lot of classes, tons of fitness classes, and discovered Rumble there, actually, but it wasn't a franchise. And so I thought, oh, I'm going to copy this concept and bring it back to Oklahoma City. And then that was fall of 2019, winter 2020, you know, COVID. So uh, we that put a huge halt to any plans of expanding. Um, and then and then coming out of COVID, our parent company that owns Cycle Bar said, we've acquired Rumble. Who wants it? And I was like, me. Yeah. I'll take the whole territory this time, not having another cycle bar situation. Um, but also found out I was pregnant at the same time. Um, so knew that I didn't, what it took, cycle bar class and curve was the best thing that's ever happened to us and also the hardest thing and the most, I've, hardest I've ever worked in my life. And I think it added 10 years to my life, truly, um, in the best way. But um, knew that I didn't maybe having a baby on the way have quite as much to give that I, as I did the first time around. So I quickly decided to... Um, to bring on a partner, and I did exactly that. Stacy Mitchell is my partner here at Rumble Boxing. Um, like, again, best choice I ever made. She's amazing. She's so charismatic and has energy to boot. I mean, she's incredible. So she's my partner here, and we've opened two. We bought the whole territory. We'll open a third uh, next year. And then after that happened, the ownership group here in Oklahoma City at the other cycle bars wanted out. So then here we are with three rumbles on the way, two more cycle bars, and I asked for it. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I love that. I can't wait to dive into just why you keep self-sabotaging yourself with being busy and just, I mean, it's a great way of putting it. I haven't even brought up Dave's. I don't even remember when Dave's came in the picture at that point, but. So a couple of things. Uh, what's the biggest difference between restaurant industry and fitness industry as a business owner? You know, I, 
I don't know if there's as much as people would think. I, I think it's it comes down to getting the right employees in place. As I know, as cliche as that sounds, but getting the people that are passionate about that industry. You know, the fitness industry. Um, your instructors are so important, and your your management team and your upper level management team is so important because to do this type of a job, you have to be passionate about it. Uh, you have to want to better people's lives, uh, inspire people. Um, you know, develop those relationships in the community. The restaurant business is the same way. Um, it's just as done on a broader scale, in my opinion. You know, whereas fitness will have, you know, 400 members, 500 members total. Um, and that's how many people we feed in a day at a restaurant. And so it's just smaller relationships at the restaurant, smaller, you know, um, snapshots of relationships at the restaurant, opposed to more longer established relationships in fitness. But it's at the end of the day, it's the same. Yeah. Do you find it easier, um, I guess easier in not easier, it's probably not the right word, but just in the long run with the membership model, you know, people don't buy memberships to restaurants, sadly, right? But you can, you know, really work hard in the beginning, build your base, build a relationship with everyone, sell memberships, and then maintain that. It seems like for someone who doesn't own a business, it seems like that would make more sense and be a little easier than constantly marketing a restaurant, competing with everyone else. It, it is and isn't. I, I think that the, what I always tell everybody is everyone eats all the time. And so you have three meals, maybe four meals a day, um, seven days a week. And so there's a lot of opportunity to grab uh, that market share of people because there's, there's especially in, in today's world, everyone's going out to eat or door dashing or to go. Uh, fitness is different. Everyone goes in waves. Um, if you have your 10 to 15% that are the consistent ones, then people like me, uh, sadly, uh, that work out you know really hard for like six weeks and then don't work out for six weeks. But at the end of the day, I'm always going to eat. I'm going to go to Fuzzies. I'm going to go to Dave's. I'm going to go to Alfredo's on a consistent basis. Maybe Popeyes every once in a while, um, but I think it's it's more cyclical in in the fitness industry. I do. I I would agree that I think that I would say the opposite. I would say that getting members and holding on to them is difficult. Member retention is hard um, in fitness and. It's like proven. There's a statistic that shows that people stick to typically the life cycle of, of you know, fitness is fad for people and, it, and it's seasonal and it's cyclical. And so, you, you know, the average life expectancy of a membership is eight to nine months. So we're constantly having to get generate new leads yeah. and get new people in and new triers in and, and, and evolve and stay fresh. And um, that is something that has been challenging. Mm-hmm and is a, continue, a, a constant challenge. Yeah, so. How, so how do you how do you maintain those relationships on the fitness side uh, in regards to like Rumble and, and Cycle Bar then? And I mean, um, how do you go about doing that that's different to running a restaurant? We've we've recently launched a member perks program. So we've partnered with other, other um, businesses in the community so that whenever you come on to Rumble and you become a member, not only are you a member here, but you have a list of businesses here that you get an additional discount discounts at or perks. Um, you know, we have membership only VIP things that we do in studio. We try to do, we try to hit those quarterly and just focus on loving our members because it's easy to, you know, constantly be focusing on 
events that drive people in and to get new leads and to focus outward. But you have to love on your people that are coming every day. Well, and I think that's to do that. a good point because, I mean, how many weddings have we gone to of, of relationships that are developed at Cycle Bar or at yeah. Rumble? And how many uh, parties and uh, birthday parties it just in events just up here? I mean, we've, you know, your social life yeah. becomes the fitness business. It is more than it. If you're successful at it and you want to be and as an instructor here or just or owning the businesses, it's more than just a workout. He's mm. right. You people come in and they're members and they spend so much time with you each week that when they get married and when they have birthdays and when they're celebrating things, they want you there, you know? So it is, it's kind of like your, it becomes your social and your, yeah. Well, um, and I think too, when, like when you, Mike, what you said earlier, like the restaurant industry, people come to eat, they move in, move out. Uh, the fitness is a little more raw emotionally. Um, when you're sweating with somebody, when you're in there working out, when you're in the, it, being vulnerable, honestly, uh, in some of these positions, like at Cycle Bar or even at Rumble, it's just different. And so mm-hmm. it, it creates a different level of um, trust, a different level of emotion, I think, yeah. than yeah. the restaurant business does. Well, and I mean, everything you've said kind of leading up to this too, kind of you've gone through most of all of the things I think that a small business owner could go through with COVID, restaurant industry, mm-hmm. fitness industry, like you guys could probably consult with any other new business <laughs> owners because you've been through it all, right? But the good thing as well on the fitness side is you get to be a customer and like relieve so much stress. I'm sure that's <laughs> yeah. happened a few times yeah. too. And you come in and you're like, I just want to jump on a bike and be a sit back to class and, and be a customer for once. Like it's therapy. Right. Yeah. Oh, all the time. I it mean, is. that that is definitely uh, yeah. a good thing. Yeah. yeah. So, and, I mean, that's truly why I got into spit. Honestly, like I, like I said, I did the the catering for Alfredo's Mexican Cafe for 14 years. So that crossed over with yeah. owning Cycle Bar and Rumble, offloaded that like three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then um, Cycle Bar and Rumble have been my focus. But I got into Cycle Bar truly because there was a very small local spin studio that I lived at. I would take like two classes a day, and they were. It was like a 20 bike studio and it was impossible to get a spot. You could not, get, I mean, it was, it was waitlisted across. And I was like, you know, there's like an, mar- an untapped market here and we need to do this. So anyway. Yeah. And, and also, I mean, you're, you know, people have Pelotons, right? They, you know, and people, mm-hmm. especially in this area, probably everyone has one. Mm-hmm. But what, COVID, they, yeah. Yeah, what they don't have is that, what you said, that relationship. And community. That, you know, the exactly. community, exactly. And just, you know, everyone has one and maybe it becomes a coat rack or whatever it is, or they use it, you know, two or three times a month. But they want to come and meet people and hang out mm-hmm. and be with their girlfriends or guy friends and, you know, cycle and, and yeah. do their thing, right? Well, in post-COVID, I know that everybody's like oh post-covid but um post-covid there was the 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 market was extremely saturated much more so than when we opened we were the only boutique fitness in this entire neighborhood and area uh, when we opened cycle bar but post-covid there's a lot of other options out there we're a lot more saturated so what you you have to have the culture and the community for people in your four walls that's what sets you apart. Yeah. It's not like optional if you want to rise above. Um, it's a community. It's more than a workout. Yeah. I mean. tell, tell me about that trip to um, to New York and the discovering Rumble and why you thought that boxing was something that was needed in this area. I so I went for four days, took like nine classes over four days, took some yoga classes, but we already have yoga here. Um, took some shred 
some shred classes I can't remember the name of it at the time but also already you know I thought you know we have Orange Theory and we have all these other um, you know hit sort of classes in Oklahoma City Um, took some Pilates classes could not hang I cannot I could not even torture I couldn't 10 minutes in I was like I can't I'm not like coordinated enough or something like I can't do this um, so love just fell in love with rumble and it wasn't that I thought like Oklahoma city needed boxing. It was just what, you know, what spoke to me the most and influenced me and moved me the most was rumble. And I just thought it was such a cool brand. It started in Manhattan in 2017 and it is such a cool brand. Um, and so I just, you know, it's, it, it's just something different. Yeah. Boxing. I mean, outside of like title, you know, those four, you go into like a, ring and box you know we have studios like that but nothing like this exists existed yeah so well and i don't think people realize how hard boxing actually is Mm, right you know i I think there was um these these i mean have you seen these egg weights you can oh yeah right yeah that you know you that you use a two pound egg weight and for people listening like basically just like these little weights you put in your hands a shadow box in the mirror or to a youtube video whatever it is like that will ruin you and you know you come out here and you're in there boxing and like you was like i even said when i first when i first took it first time i ever took it was here in oklahoma city and i took my first class and i I walked out and i go kristen i don't get it i don't think i got a great workout in and then i joke around now i love it i i I do three to four times a week now and i've realized like if and i say this all the time to our whole team and they laugh at me he says but if you punch the bag hard it wears you out he says it's so funny we're all like okay he's like because you know it is a foreign thing for people and it's very intimidating to come in and do something and feel like you look funny because you kind of do when you don't know what you're yeah, doing no one and it's shoot a punch growing yeah, up like no, yeah. riding so, a bike. I've been in a fight my entire yeah, life a I mean, little bit intimidating and yeah. so I think that part of our retention problem has been that you know that it's not they it's confusing for them and it's not the best workout because they just don't you know you until you know what you're doing it isn't a great workout because you can't really go like get after it and so when we were getting feedback when we first opened about it not being hard enough or something you know it was frustrating for us because we're like it is if you just you have to know what you're doing and kelly was like telling our instructors just tell them to punch harder punch harder and i was like you Which, know, i don't know if that's the best that. advice terminology it's not but it's like, true though it's if you punch hard moving your hips yeah. a certain way and your stance yeah. and like moving your using this shoulder to anyways and he's just like no just say punch harder if you're not getting and i'm like <laughs> they made fun we, of me pretty bad for it yeah, but it's but it's the, it's the truth for me to the guys he did so you guys make sense he's like he comes down here we just office right upstairs and he comes upstairs drenched yeah oh, drenched. i 800 calories a, 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 in a class and, and, and feel great it. i love it yeah and it's good but it took a while like anything else i, I remember the first time i i, I Spun, spin, spun, spin, spun, spun, at soccer bar. I mean, talk about a guy going into that setting with a bunch of uh, females that it's a little more emotional. And I was like, I, same thing. And I couldn't mm-hmm. figure it out. But then I started pedaling harder <laughs> and it was for <laughs> pedaling faster. And, uh, it was, uh, and I fell in love with that too, but yeah, it's like anything else. You have to get used to it. Well, yeah. And you, you have to kind of be vulnerable and you do. give it what you really want to give it, yeah. right? Yeah. Give it everything yeah. you have, right? Because right. you're right, my first spin class and everyone's doing like they're kind of like coordinated, going mm-hmm. forward, backwards, yeah. all this stuff. I'm like, I just, I, 
I thought I was pretty fit with like cycling. Uh-huh. I am, nah, this, yeah. this is not yeah. totally different. You know, and then they, and have, they have the leaderboard up there too. You know, and you're <laughs> like, oh, I'm doing really good. And in the last ten minutes, someone yeah. with legs made of rubber bands and fifty years older than you destroys you. Oh, just, like, or yeah, a little right. tiny female yeah, up yeah. in the front, you're like just killing you. There's yeah. a science to it. There is. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, let's let's dive deep into the rumble then. As you know, for Peter, someone's listening to this, they've never, you know, they mind up this <laughs> first time they're hearing about rumble, and they think, I want to get into a fitness class that's different. That really kind of is you know gives me a good sweat tell me about you know we can go to super much as much detail as you want here like the classes instructors yeah. process you know okay okay so the class is 45 minutes it's um half so you it's actually half boxing half um strength resistance and strength training so there's a bench side we call it our floor side um so you do three rounds um on the bag side so punching hard you got to punch hard. Got to punch hard. That's, um, that's the takeaway from And today. there are six, six punches that you learn. So that takes, you know, two or three classes and you've got the six punches down outside of like adding in a duck here and there or something. If you, once you have that down, you've got it. Um, and so three rounds on the bag side, then they move over to the floor side for three rounds. Um, and it's, like I said, your bench is loaded with weights, brass knuckles. I think you call them... Egg weights. Egg weights. Yeah. Very Egg similar weights. to that. Okay. There was okay. a company that yeah. they were called, I think. Egg okay. Yeah. So we've got um, brass, brass knuckles um, for some shadow boxing. And then you do a whole um, three rounds on the floor side. And then switch again back to the bag side for two rounds. And end on the floor side for two rounds. And every round's three minutes with about a minute uh, break in between. So it's yeah, it moves so you pretty really quick. Don't, I mean, if you keep, you obviously it's a go at your own pace. Like you're in a dark room, lights are down, music is loud. It's very much a club vibe you know um it's a party vibe um and you've got an instructor on a platform directing you both sides through the entire workout and it's 10 total rounds and you can go at your own pace but with the pace that they set if you keep at it um there's not a whole lot of you know time for the you know yeah. you know you can keep going and push yourself as hard as you want and get as good of a workout but um um, yeah, and, and we've got some different formatted classes, but that's the gist. It's fun. We've got several, you know, different strokes for different folks as far as trainers. If you like mm-hmm. a club scene, um, you should take Stacy's class. She's like a party. We have party. actual fighters too then, that yeah. teach as well. Oh wow! And then yeah. we have people that are actually tra- have a background fighting and are trained, and so they focus more on form and technique, um, and where your foot placement is and how your body's moving and. Um, so we've got everything in between, yeah. um, a wide range, and it's kind of nice to mix it up and do it all so that you can learn the form and technique, right. but then also just come, like, let loose and go ham on a bag and work some. Yeah, punch hard. Punch work, hard. Right. work something yeah. out. Yeah, exactly. Maybe yeah. that could be the title of this, punch hard. <laughs> yeah, rumble boxing, just punch hard. Just, just punch hard. Just, just, just sprayed <laughs> on the wall somewhere. Right. great murals in this building. Punch hard by Kelly Allen. That's yeah. uh, I, I want to trademark that. <laughs> Uh, tell me about this this building then. I mean, you got t- to that point. You got great murals in the building. It's some really cool artwork as well, and um, yeah. you know, great logo and all this stuff. So, who did, um, who did well, the uh, the Ali thing? Dusty. Oh my Gilpin. gosh, he's Gilpin, just, yeah. Dusty. Gilpin. He's so good. He is so talented. Um, he did pretty much all of the local art in our in the building. There are some jabs downstairs. Our logo is like a bag, and we call it the jab. Um, he did our jab signs downstairs. Um, he did the the Ali mural in the hall, um, and then and then like I said, Rumble already was such a cool brand 
and there's so much swagger that I mean just comes with being a part of the brand that um, and like brand recognition nation nationwide so um, you know it's when you buy it it's you know you get all the all the graphics and, and logos and all that and the colors um, and then this specific space used to be an, a little French bistro oh, wow. it was so different little French bistro and then you went downstairs and you went down the hall and down the stairs that was closed off that's a firewall that was um, a little boutique store facing the alley. I think I remember that. What was it called? Like Black, Black Swan. Okay. This was on cruise. That's right. On Before. cruise. I remember being in on this cruise. This was and on cruise. Totally different. Which yeah, yeah. It, 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 it was like twenty. Yeah. It, it was just a little too small for what we needed, yeah. and so I, I went back and forth with. Um, Ben and Shannon and Shane from this Washington Prime group about this is too small. This is perfect location. We want our offices right up the way. Psychoboard does well. Um, and then I, I had the idea of possibly trying to connect the two, which is always challenging. Uh, but in, they were very receptive to it, and and we figured out a pretty good flow um, to have that bottom kind of locker room feel yeah. down below. I mean, if you go to New York City, the studios are six thousand square feet on three levels. Wow. I mean, insanely big. So since it became a franchise, they've shrunk yeah. the footprint down quite a bit to be more like two thousand feet. But because I had happened upon it since I had experienced it in New York City I wanted yeah. more of that vibe so we went a little larger and brought in some of the things that are a part of the signature studios in Manhattan that are not a part of um, the studios now yeah and um, so we have kind of like a hybrid yeah. of mm. a signature studio versus the new the new concept um, so it's a big I mean it's 3600 square feet and then we have a one-on-one -on -one room at the end of the community room you see there where our guys that um, Aaron that has a background in fighting, he does one-on-one -on -one training down there. Okay. So you can kind of like it with him one-on-one, -on -one, especially if you're new to boxing sure. and, and perfect the the punches and your form and get comfortable before you go on a class if you want. He's awesome. Well, I, I would even recommend I did it and you've done it too. And, and it really does teach you how to punch mm -hmm. correctly. So you don't punch hard only. Uh, but well, I mean, we're actually okay, using yeah. the right, yeah, you got, but you're, you're, he teaches you the right form, right technique. And it's a really good intro to boxing, honestly. And I think that you said your dad held mitts or something. He holds mitts. That's what you do down there with him. And yeah. I, it's, I love that. It's great. I love it. It's a different, it is a different workout than being on the bag. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I think people will need to or need not need to learn, but people will learn that like when you punch, you don't punch with just your arm; you punch with your entire body. Like yes. you earlier, we rotate, yes. and it's mm -hmm. a full body movement. Um, I used to grow up watching Bruce Lee movies, and just like his like one finger punch to me is just like the most <laughs> mind blowing thing I think I've ever seen. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as a workout goes, like it's it's up there it's yeah. like some of the hardest workouts you know and, yeah. and when you're in a room and the music's going you've got your friends around you or you know you've got people around you that you just really connect with and an instructor that's great like you know it makes fitness fun doesn't it, it makes yeah. you look forward to it doesn't make yeah. you you know you don't you don't think of the cliche oh I gotta get up at 5 o'clock in the morning and go to the gym and mm -hmm. you know lift mm -hmm. weights and whatever and like no it's just this makes fitness fun yeah well yeah. just like anything else like it, it's how you feel after too is you get addicted to that it's like the runner's high essentially like you get addicted after you recover and you drink a little water rest get your heart rate down you feel outstanding for the rest of that and you're clear more focused um, I don't know it's just it's it's a must yeah and in another you know like I said about Rumble being such a cool brand they curate like pretty amazing playlists the music is so good. It is great. Um, it's unique. And if you're if music if music moves you and influences you and that's your thing then and you like to work out, this combines the two. Yeah. It's 
pretty awesome. Yeah. What's the um, demographic as far as just like your you know your current customer base right now? Um, I would say. 25 to 45 would be our typical demographic not that i mean you know we definitely have younger and older um unlike cycle bar it's a little more i mean it's still group fitness is always um a little more heavy you know female based Mm -hmm. but i would say would you say it's 65 40 i'd say 70 30 70 30 70 female 30 male but like cycle bars 90 10 yeah yeah and so it's it's a it's a little different demographic i think that uh again just getting guys in here and seeing what it is 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 uh important it's 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 hard It, it is it's not chick fit um, and, and I think a lot of people think that Rumble is just from what they see online, but it's not at all. It's Well, and I think men in general just like to, you know, like you said, they go weights. to a gym and they yeah. lift weights and group fitness is not their thing. But this really is. I mean, if we've been really trying to like... Um, to market and and towards the male demographic to get in here and try it because for the most part when they do they love it yeah i mean you get to i mean you put on gloves and well, you can and, and what makes this this location in norman as well but this location specifically good is is it's this is a lifestyle center with nicholson's plaza with class and curve you have starbucks you have saturn grill you have orange theory you have trader joe's mm-hmm. whole foods lululemon all those complimentary businesses so it makes it a lot like you can come here work out even if you don't live around here you can go shopping at trader joe's after you can go get a coffee at Starbucks, go get lunch at Saturn. And so it, it really helps it really to complement our business. And whenever we were putting class and curve cycle bar and then rumble here, like you want to be around those things. Cause it just, it, it, yeah. it just helps so There's, much. I mean, this is the best area in Oklahoma city. Yeah. yeah. In our opinion. No, I, I definitely, in our opinion. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to lunch at Hutch after this. Yeah, Hutch, so yeah. Like, oh, we love Hutch. Yeah. yeah. Like exactly. it's, you know, it, it's a good spot to be in. Um, the other question as a small business owner and you've been, you know, the fran- what's it like compared to the franchise model you know comparing to being I mean if you, I guess Alfredo's was it wasn't franchise what's that difference between like, I mean, there's good and bad yeah. to it you know it, 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 some franchises do a better job than others um, some franchises do they almost sell these things as business in a box yeah. um, when it comes down to it there's no such thing as business in a box um, you still got to work it at the same level whether it's a franchise or not um, I think the only you know, not the only one positive thing with franchises is you do have levels of support. Um, so you have technology support, whereas Alfredo's it's on, it's on your own. Like when you start up an individual gym or individual restaurant, I mean, it is, you get no price uh, breaks on food, on equipment, on training, uh, whereas franchises you do in theory. Um, again, some franchises do a better job of, of the support than others. I think Rumble has done a great job as, as, as doing support for us, um, as well as our restaurant. I think Dave's Hot Chicken has done outstanding with, with the support level. Um, and so, like, if, if they develop a great, sexy concept like a Rumble um, and they're able to um, market it correctly and what's the word? Um, take it national. I don't know how, how better to say that. Um, basically to where they can uh, scale it. Yeah. That's the way, that's what I'm looking for. And, and then you can really just, if you operate it correctly, you, you know what you're doing, you hire the right people, it's, you can make it profitable. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, people get into franchising because it is a business in a box per se, but that doesn't mean that you just, it just runs itself. Right. Yeah. It is the same amount of work, sometimes more. Everything, you know, ebbs and flows, sometimes... Mm. You know, fitness is more work. Sometimes the restaurants are, and sometimes franchising is, and sometimes Alfredo's is. Oh my goodness! It's just, yeah. it's, 
at all. Yeah. The other thing that comes across from you guys just talking to you now is that like you look for opportunity always, no matter what's going on in life, no matter. And, and also when the opportunity comes around, you're not like, oh, we're already opening up, you know, a bunch of restaurants. Like I'm not, I'm going to turn down Cycle Bar, I'm going to turn down Rumble. Like you're, you're all in. And, and, and I know that probably stresses you out as well. It, it right? does, it so, does. But just like, like, I mean, like for, for you, like every business, no matter what you're doing, if you're doing podcasts, if you're doing this, it, we, it ebbs and flows. And so we go from, I mean, Kristen laughs at me all the time because we're both fairly even kill publicly to our, to our friends in public, but internally it's this all the time. And it's like, you know, we, we have a bad night at the restaurant where we didn't sell as much as we normally do. And it, it sticks with you a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you have a great night and at rumble and you think, Oh, this is easy. We're just dominating. This is no problem. All this is so easy. Then the next morning you wake up and it just changes. And so, well, and that's the thing with owning your own business. It's so wonderful, but it's also sometimes not wonderful at all. And that's when it's, when it's good, it's good for you. And when it's bad, it's bad for us, yeah. you know? And so it's, you know, you ride the highs and you ride the lows and you're in it every step of yeah. the way. So. What, what part of both of you keeps you going and looking and opening up more? Like, I mean, cause what, I what you have right now is enough for a lot of people, I know. right? And so we, there's something in you that keeps wanting you to do this. So it, I think it, we're so, I don't know. I'm so, just I'm, I'm a little all over the place I wouldn't say it's necessarily a good thing I feel like with with us just having opened Rommel and Norman uh, three weeks ago or a month ago and Kelly opening Dave's exactly the same time and having one of the biggest events that we do here in the city is called Sweat Fest it's a huge fitness festival um, that's our event um, and that all of that happened at one time and I was like I this is it I'm done I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. What, why do we continue to do this? We have to stop. We have to slow down. We have kids now, you know, all of this. And then, but then you like get through that phase of crazy and feeling like you're at your wits end, which I truly this time was. And then you almost get hungry for the next like You recover high. and then you and get the bored and, and you want to go do the next thing. It's, yeah. It is what it is. You get, you get a, a rush. And, you know, we always say that anxiety um, is a good thing sometimes. It keeps you going. And and I think that's even goes into play with this is you start getting anxious um, and you're like, well, what else can we do? Where can I put this energy? And we'll find something else to put energy Good opportunities come along and you're like, oh, we probably shouldn't do this. But like, I just, you know, we have to. I mean, we don't have to. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the good thing too, right? It's like you have, you've proven the model, you know, that you're good at what you do. It's just how much do you want to take on? And then like you said earlier, uh, Kelly is building a great team and having great employees so that when stuff does get crazy, Mm -hmm. you have people to rely on. You can rely on. And And I think we, we, we we do. And we've had great partners, um, in, in the restaurant business. We have outstanding partners. We have layers now of great regional managers, area managers, um, operating partners that really help you know take some of that load off for sure well and growth is challenging in that there are a lot of you kind of have to be willing to remove yourself from the things and the the things that you love doing you know i can't you know be and i do i love people i love relationships with people i love spending time in studio but with four studios now it requires me to spend a little more time at my desk and not as much time in the studio which is which is that's hard because that is what i'm passionate about so but growing you have to be willing to put people in place and give up some of that control 
um, and yeah, layers. So finishing up, uh, obviously, we have, you know, Small Business Saturday is coming up, and we're highlighting small businesses in this area, which you have not one, but you have multiple small businesses. Uh, but in regards to like Rumble and stuff, what do you guys have coming up um, around that time? And are you looking forward to and excited to tell people? About? Um, huge or huge. We do a huge Black Friday every year at both Cycle Bar and Rumble. Um, we've got. It's our biggest sale of the year. So if you're if any if you're ever interested in trying us, it's the it's the most inexpensive time to do so. Uh, we'll run some crazy good deals in both studios. Also, this is before Small Business Saturday, but we launch our Black Friday with what we call Fight Night, and it is pretty epic. It is so fun. It's like a not it's not a normal class structure. It's 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 not something that a new trier needs to come in and try to participate in, but to come view and come just be a part of the energy and the atmosphere. We're gonna set up a ring inside the studio and actually have like competitions. No one's punching each other. They're just gonna be going at a bag. Okay. Um, and punching hard. Punching, punching, punching yeah, really hard. Um, when the is that? last man standing wins. Is it the Friday before it's Thanksgiving. It's the seventeenth. Okay. The seventeenth. Um, so, oh no, so the 17th and then we'll have, and then Black Friday will be like the 25th yeah, or something. Yeah. Um, but that kind of kicks off the, the Black Friday season for us and it is so fun. We'll have vendors in, uh, we'll be doing all sorts of things, but definitely check us out around Small Business Saturday for like the deals that we'll have going on. All right. And that's all on Instagram, social media? And all on it. We have, yeah, Instagram, okay. social media, we'll be sending email blasts. Yeah. Great. I'll put, for people listening, I'll put those uh, Instagram links in the description down below. I think, it's, was it just Rumble OKC or Rumble yep. Oklahoma City? Rumble like Boxing that. Oklahoma. Uh, we can go follow that as well as all the others. Uh, guys, it's been a pleasure. Thank Thanks you so much. Really Thank appreciate it. So Thanks for doing this. Uh, yeah. love, love your passion. Love that you just keep diving into the deep end oh, and, and saying yes to opportunities and uh, yeah it's awesome so excited to see you grow and um, I need to take class now so yeah. I'm going to have to come back yeah. <laughs> so, come in you got to awesome. get in here and punch yeah. hard exactly punch <laughs> hard <laughs> okay. alright for everyone listening thanks so much we'll catch you next episode cheers thank you thanks Hope you guys enjoyed that great episode. Thank you so much for listening. As always, huge shout out to our sponsors, the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, sharing Oklahoma story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at OklahomaHOF. Our other sponsor, the Chickasaw Nation, amazing sponsor they do amazing things for the state and they're always sponsoring something in oklahoma they're a huge supporter of oklahoma and without their support we wouldn't be able to do what we do and our third sponsor is diffie ford lincoln down in el reno now this one makes me so happy because these guys are great friends of mine um play a lot of golf together i've bought my cars from them do most of my oil changes down there, have a cup of coffee, hang out down in El Reno. It's a good spot to go. And not only are they great friends, but they provide a great service. So for over 60 years, a third generation family owned Oklahoma business down in El Reno. They're also in Bethany as well. So people in the Bethany area know the Diffies really well. But if you're looking for anything new used, um, Ford, Lincoln, or whatever, I'm sure they could find anything you want. Um, check them out, DiffieFord.net, and then on Instagram at DiffieFordLincoln. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.